0: Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Pitch Intense. This is the podcast where two buddies get together, they talk about movies, they talk about movies they want to see, movies they're excited to see, movies they may not want to see, or movies they have seen, and at the end, (laughs) the old icing on the cake, the cherry on top is... We pitch a movie. Yes, one of us pitches a movie, and Jacob, you're in the hot seat this week. I am. This is the first pitch of 2024. I know, I'm excited. Do you think... How do you think we're going to start out? I think pretty good. You think it'll go well? Yeah, I,
1: I think so. I think it's a, a movie that might charm some people. Ooh, yeah. I like it.
0: I'm hoping so. I hope I'm charmed. I'm excited to share it. I'm it's, excited to hear yeah. it. Yeah. But we got some stuff to get to before that. So the first thing I want to bring up is I want to... First off, I want to thank everybody for that's been tuning in and listening. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, but uh, over Christmas we got a, kind of a big bump. We
1: did, yeah. And I
0: really appreciate those people. So and I just want to... You know, we do, we do, it means a lot to us. It does. So I hope you are If you are listening, we really hope that you are enjoying it. Uh, this is something that we like doing, and yeah. uh, we appreciate you for tuning in. Um, and also, if you are enjoying it, last week we did our favorites of 2023, yeah. favorite movies, and a couple people reached out to us and told us what their favorites were. They did. Yes, and a friend of the show, John, uh, John Randall, he will always write on Spotify. He'll comment on Spotify. He told us our five favorites. Mm-hmm. So if you are enjoying the show, make sure to go to our Spotify link that we post, because on there, you could, we normally have a question. One week it was, we were talking about if you would order cookies and milk at a theater, yeah. you would you do that? <laughs> uh, but this week, uh, last week, it was, you know, just what were your favorite movies? Uh, so we'll always have like a question we throw out there. We'd love to hear from you, and also you get to decide if you could greenlight a movie. Yep. So if you somebody did not like my Simpsons, I got a
1: I got one no, so oh,
0: which is okay. I'm that's, sorry, Mark. Hey, that's part of the job. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but so all the it's okay interaction is so cool. I yeah, I always love when Mark says we got like another follower or something. Yeah, we it. do.
0: Yeah, so make sure if you are sh- if you are enjoying it, make sure to like, follow, share with your friends. Uh, especially cause we got to get to that golden pitch. Yep. We need how many,
1: uh, 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 50 million,
0: 50 million. So, and so we have, uh, I think 15 followers. Yep.
1: We're getting there.
0: Yeah. Not 15 million, just 15. So it's going to take some time, Yep, it is. but we also might do the golden pitch one year in. So I think time. we're going to do it on our one year anniversary, which is the beginning of March. Yeah. That's so, crazy. That's so soon. I know it doesn't, but we've, we've had a good track record yep, too. We I mean, have. So, uh, yeah, we got that coming up. And also, if you want to contact us, we have our Instagram.
1: Yep, pitch intense pod all one word. That's been getting more interaction lately.
0: Yeah, so make sure you like, follow. We can't see who follows us on Spotify or Apple or iTunes, but we can see that. So yep. if you follow us, we'll give you a mini pitch. We'll write a little mini pitch about you. so cool. Like JR. Yeah. JR followed us. Uh-huh. So here's a mini pitch for our friend JR. Okay. Who just went to see beekeepers with us. We'll get to that soon. Yeah. Um, J.R. goes on an island vacation. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's on a vacation, and everything's going great. He's hanging out with some hot senoritas, drinking margaritas. Uh-huh. When out of nowhere, a giant, let's say a hundred foot monster crawls out of the ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got a body of a kangaroo. <laughs> What's its head? Give us a head.
1: Um, an octopus. Oh, it's got an <laughs> octopus head and this
0: this the tail is a cobra. Yeah. Which is dead because it's been underwater for a million which they can't survive underwater. Uh so anyway, JR has to find on the island, he finds out it was a it was a testing site for weapons in World War II, and is able to use nuclear power to build a machine to fight the giant monster. Oh. And then he wins the love of all the hot senioritas. That's
1: awesome, Mark. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say it was gonna be the island from Joe versus the volcano. It can be that island when he sacrifice. Well, he well no, sacrifice. they they destroy
0: the island, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. That's a weird movie. That is a weird I, movie. I like no, the J- pitch, he, Mark. Yeah, thanks. For Thank JR. you for Jr. He's yeah. been he's been throwing us. He said his favorite movie of last year was uh, Godzilla minus one. That's
1: a very fitting pitch, then. Yeah, well, yeah, he's he a big Godzilla be, fan. Yeah,
0: uh, and I really liked uh, I really liked Godzilla minus one myself. So I need to see it, Mark. You do need to see <laughs> it. But anyway, so we missed out on this. We got so wrapped up in what we were doing. You and I were going to talk about what our favorite, the movies we were looking forward to in 2024. Yeah. Like the top movies.
1: And 2024 is still early. We just had one movie. <laughs> yes.
0: So we'll also, at the same time, let's look and see what's coming out in January.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but let's see. Uh, so we have a list of our favorite movies for that we're most excited about. Uh, and I just got to find my list. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Finding the list. Uh, what, you want to go first while I look? Oh, I
1: can, Mark. Yeah. Want me to start down with my number five? Yeah, your fifth favorite. Okay, my fifth favorite, ironically, is a fourth film in a franchise. It's Beverly Hills Cop 4. Um, I really enjoy the Beverly Hills Cop movies, even though the sequels are kind of bad. I still like them. And I'm just excited to see Eddie Murphy getting back as Axel Foley. Plus the rest of the cast, too. That trailer got me really excited. It looks like it's going a I lot of fun. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Oh, it's a good time, Mark. It looks cool. And Eddie Murphy doesn't look that old. <laughs> he, he's kind of like Harrison Ford, where I think he looks younger than he is, you know? Yeah. Because I know he's in, like, his 60s, but he's yeah, certainly... It's hard to
0: believe Eddie Murphy's in his 60s. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I'm i excited for it. I think it's going to be a good time. and At... At worst, I think it'll just be like a generic cop movie, you know? Yeah. But, but I like generic cop movies sometimes, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: My number five favorite is right around the corner, uh-huh. Uh huh. One Love, the Bob Marley oh, biopic. On... I feel
1: like we've seen trailers for that forever. <laughs>
0: it does feel like it's been a long time, but I am so pumped. I love Bob Marley. It's mm-hmm. uh, so. I watched a reggae movie this week. Really? About a, it's about a Jamaican bobsled team. I forget the name of oh. it, uh, but I watched that this week, so I'm
1: just pumped. And, and that one looks like it's going to be really uplifting and feel I know, good.
0: I've always, he Bob Marley and the Ramones were like my two who I felt needed biopics. Yeah. So Ramones were
1: still waiting on, but I'm pumped for that. What's your number four? My number four is Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Mm. I love the Ghostbusters and I really love Afterlife. So I'm looking forward to this. Plus uh, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson are all going to be in it. So, I'm excited for that. Um, and it looks like it's going to be kind of a fun plot, too. Like, they're, they're doing like an ice ghost, which I think is really neat. And it looks yeah, like I something like from the cartoon series a little bit. It does kind yeah. of.
0: Uh, I'm excited for it. I'll go see it. Kung Fu Panda 4 is oh, my number four. Yeah. Um, anybody that knows me knows my love for the Kung Fu Panda franchise. The
1: greatest trilogy. If
0: I said that <laughs> once, this movie has a huge bar to live up to. Mm hmm. Uh, so I'm pretty excited for it. I'll definitely go see it opening weekend. So
1: Awesome. And Mark, that's actually my number three. Whoa. Yeah.
0: So you just want me to, Do you have anything you want to say about it?
1: I'm, I'm excited. I love the original... The first three, original three. They really aren't that old. But but they're really good movies. Especially Kung Fu Panda 2. I think that's like one of the great animated films. It's just so good. Dude, the Kung Fu Panda... It's so dark. Yeah, it is. Like it deals with
0: genocide and mm-hmm. just... Uh, it's a great It is film. such a great... <laughs> And the first time I saw it, when he starts throwing those cannonballs, uh-huh. I was one of the most amazing things I've seen in <laughs> theaters. It Really is. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, I don't know how it can live that. That and the uh, Tai Long fight. Uh huh. They were just so. There was nothing in the third one that connected. That I remember liking the third one, but I can't think of anything that I like really loved about it.
1: Well, I really liked the part in the third one where um, he meets his dad, his real dad. You know. Yeah. And like. They're, like, telling each other they're looking for each other's dad and son. Yeah. And it's, like, really obvious they're father and son, but they don't realize it at first. And they're like, good luck to you. And he's like, as to you, my friend. And then they just leave it. so is funny. Hilarious.
0: Is it my turn or your <laughs> turn? Yep, your turn, Mark. Number three for me is a movie called No Way Up.
1: Oh, I don't know if I've heard of this one. It's
0: Somebody pointed it out to me. It's a plane crashes into the ocean, uh-huh. begins to sink, and it causes an air bubble. Oh, Rescue crew arrives. They get down there. They start like cutting their way in. Yeah. Sharks start attacking the, the rescue crew. Oh. And then the sharks start getting into the plane. Really? That yes. sounds cool. Yeah. So I'm I beyond that. I don't know anything else about it. But is there I, a trailer yet? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And there's nobody. It's 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 like a. I think it's an Australian movie. Yeah. I didn't recognize it. There's no names in it. Sounds
1: interesting. Hey, it's got sharks. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two is Deadpool three. Hmm. And uh, I'm excited to see, I mean, I like the first Deadpool movies a lot. They're really funny. And they're cool action, too. I like Ryan Reynolds as that character a lot. And and, uh, I'm just excited to see what this one does now that it's in the MCU, what crazy hijinks Deadpool's going to get up to. And and plus, I'm interested to see who they bring into it.
0: (laughs) Put a pin in that until I come back to mine, because I might be bringing that up soon. My number two. Uh huh. We're continuing the Mad Max franchise. Oh, yeah. Furiosa. That looks great. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road was just such a surprise, mm-hmm. for, like for I think for everybody. Uh, such a cool movie. Apparently, there's a book written about it. Oh, really? Where the people are like, no, it, it felt like he was trying to kill us. Like, oh man. So I'm kind of interested in that, but I I'm all for more Furiosa. I'm all yeah. for more being in this world. I don't care. I mean, I don't want them to die. I should say I don't care. But I am very
1: excited. Yeah, I can't so, wait.
0: So that's my number two.
1: What's your number one? My number one is uh, Beetlejuice 2, Mark. <laughs> Have we seen anything on that? No, but it wrapped filming. There's been images from the set. Uh, none of Michael Keaton, though, which I'm really excited because I love Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, and I'm so happy he's coming back. Um that's mainly the reason I'm excited for it, just because I love him as that character. I can't wait for him to see it, because I know he's going to do a good job, because he's Michael Keaton. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think bringing General Ortega is a cool idea, too. She fits into that world. Her look does, you know? Yeah, I think she's she like the new great. horror
0: movie queen. She's
1: kind of the new Wanona Ryder, a little bit. She's yeah, got well,
0: Winona was, yeah, she's definitely got a goth feel.
1: Yeah, and Wanona Ryder's returning as well, and... I just. What um, about the uh, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis? They haven't confirmed it, but they could show up. Uh, the mom is returning, Catherine O'Hara. I, read. Oh, I love Catherine. O'Hara. She's so funny. But I, I'm looking forward to well, it. I don't know what Argyle the plot is. Too. What? She's an Argyle. Too. Oh, she is, isn't she? Argyle looks good as well.
0: I'll go see that one. Uh, my number one oh, oh, oh. guess. Madame Web. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Deadpool's three. Oh, and I. anybody who knows me, I'm a diehard Deadpool fan. I yeah. love Deadpool. It just. Uh, I'm I've I was shocked by how much I loved the first two Deadpool movies. Mm-hmm. So again, like Kung Fu Panda, these have a very high bar they have to meet. I, I don't know. I mean, I know they changed. Didn't they change like writers and stuff? Yeah. And so that kind of a, that's kind of a red flag to me. But then I've seen all these leaked images. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's real and what's not. It's hard. And to so say. for nothing else, my interest is very peaked. Mm-hmm. And again, I just like Deadpool. Yeah. I just like Deadpool I like being in the world I'm excited to see Hugh Jackman the only my issue is that they have all these pictures of him in the Wolverine yellow costume
1: oh yeah but you know what
0: he's not wearing what a mask
1: oh no he's not No, Ugh, I hate
0: that <laughs> put the mask on it's part of the costume Wolverine alright so now do you want to do our January movies we're excited yeah
1: that sounds great Mark so
0: obviously last week we made fun of Night Swim so Night <laughs> Swim was not on there, Night but Swim. that was pretty much it uh, this week, Mean Girls, which I listened to somebody's podcast, uh, what's it called?
1: First in Line.
0: First in Line, and apparently that's being reviewed this week.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be my next movie. I'm, I love the original Mean Girls, and I, uh, I don't know much about the musical other than it's, um, other than, you know, it's like a stage adaptation that they've now made into a movie, but, uh, it's, I, I've read, some people have got to see it, and some people like it some of the critics I, I watch. So, I'm interested. I don't think I like it more than the original, but I'm still curious I have a it. I don't want to... I have no
0: connection to the original one. Mm-hmm. I have friends that love it. They quote it. They, you know, wear pink on Wednesday. Yeah. I've heard them say that. stuff. Uh, I know people really like it. I think I, it's really funny. I need to watch it again. I mean, Tina Fey's a genius. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I watched it once, and I just never... So, uh, I probably will not see this in theaters. I have no interest in the musical version of it, but...
1: <laughs> Well, it's funny, too, in the trailers, they haven't shown any of the songs, which I think is kind of interesting. They did that with Wonka, as well.
0: Yeah, but those songs were great. They were, yeah. I've listened to that soundtrack, like, two or
1: three times. The Book of Clarence. That movie looks weird. Very I, blasphemous. I don't even know what's going on in it. I, I don't know what it's supposed to be. That's the thing, because... It's,
0: yeah, it's like, is it trying to... Because the idea is, he's saying that he's hearing these stories about Jesus... And he thinks he can start doing it himself and become a messiah. Yeah. But then does he like start doing miracles too? It's hard to tell what's happening.
1: And at first, there's parts of the trailer where it almost looks like a comedy, mm-hmm. like like Life of Brian or something. But then it kind of becomes like serious all of a sudden. And I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't want to see it. You I have just, no interest in it. Not really. And part of it is, I mean, I'm a Christian, you know. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to get too religious right now, but. I I, sometimes when things do that and they do it sometimes I can have fun with it but sometimes when they're doing something it just seems like weird and I don't know what they're doing I'm like I don't know what was the intent of it yeah it's like what's what's the point of this is it trying to say this guy's better than Jesus or something
0: I mean I yeah I don't want to make any comments like that before seeing it I, I definitely could see that this is going to be a movie that's going to upset people but it's like I I was uh it's kind of funny I don't know how I came across this but it was uh Kevin Smith, apparently, Mm -hmm. the the people were uh, picketing Dogma when it came out. I actually want to see that. I've never seen it. Well, he went out, and he was picketing with them. Oh, really? Yeah, (laughs) because they didn't know who he was. And he was just like, I I don't know what it's about. I haven't seen it, but I just don't think it it should be made. Yeah. And I was like, the reality is people could get mad about it if they want, but it's like, well, aren't Mm -hmm. they kind of starting a conversation, too? Yeah. Isn't isn't that also kind of a good thing? I kind of want to learn more about Book of Clarence, though, before I find out. Um, I would see it. I don't know that I, it's not one. I'm not rush. going to just, see it in theaters. <laughs> but if well, if somebody if you know, Wes called me and said, "Hey, I kind of want to see this. Do you want to go?" I'd probably be like, "Yeah, I'll go," yeah,
1: but especially say, if you're paying for it, Wes. Uh, I think Lakey, which would Stan- never happen. You don't think, Mark? No, Wes is a Wes is a horrible person. Lakeith Stanfield's in it though. I think. Yeah, I love and him. I love him too. I, he made the Haunted Mansion movie like. Even better than it was.
0: He was really. I need to watch <laughs> that stuff. He was really funny in the preview. Wes is a great guy. Let me know. Oh, Wes
1: is awesome.
0: Okay, we love Wes. All right, uh, on our, tw- our also on the twelfth. Yeah. The beekeeper. We saw that already. We did see it. We went to an early screening in the
1: future. Um, no, not really.
0: <laughs> listen to your podcast. J- Jacob actually reviews it this week. Yeah, on First in Line. It's out now. Yeah. It, I, you review it before the movie's released. Yeah. Man, you sound like a bigwig. Oh, I know. I
1: It wasn't really, though. Everybody had the chance to go see yeah, it. Yeah, anybody could have gone. So I, of- I don't want to sound... Like I'm, I'm really that cool. But it, it was,
0: it was an experience. It was, you know, that jumbo shrimp character we talked about from. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody took that character and turned him into a whole movie. It was like that. It was funny. the weirdest thing. Well, we were laughing really hard. Uh huh. But at its expense, like, I don't know. Really, I used to always say I think David is a good director, and yeah. I think DC and Warner Brothers messed up his Suicide Squad. But then I saw this, and I'm like, ah, oh, maybe not.
1: Something got messed up. <laughs> Some, hey, you know what? It's it's a laugh riot. It is, yeah. And so
0: far, it's the best movie I've seen in theaters this year.
1: Mark, that's very nice. I agree. <laughs> June,
0: Jan 19th,
1: ISS. That looks cool. I cannot wait for yeah. this. This
0: is a movie about people on a space station that um, it's a it's a joint space station between America and Russia. And while they're up there, war breaks out between the two countries. Mm-hmm. And, and Americans are being told they need to take over the space station. And they start wondering, what are the Russian people being told? Yeah. So, I'm very excited for that. Uh, one, I don't know this one. Founder's Day?
1: Oh, I don't know that one either, Mark.
0: There's also, which brings me to you, it looks like a romance movie. Lucy Hale, John Gallagher. There's people in there I know. Oh, but... Cult Killer, these are smaller ones. Sunrise has Guy Pierce. I don't know any of those.
1: I'm not sure about them either, Mark, but Guy Pierce is in a lot of good movies. Yeah, like,
0: is he in the Marvel Universe? Was he? Yeah, he was the
1: the guy who was mad at Tony Stark in Iron Man.
0: Yeah, and then January 26th, a Martin Freeman movie, Miller's Girl, Jenna Ortega. Oh. I haven't heard anything. of American Stars starring Ian McShane.
1: Oh, okay. Another actor I really like.
0: Sometimes I think about dying with Daisy Ridley. I don't know anything about these. <laughs> that
1: sounds really dark. It Sometimes. does. <laughs>
0: uh, and then the last one is Epidemic with Chris Owen and Eric Roberts. Oh. So, yeah, it's January. They're it is definitely everywhere. January. So, uh, I'm going to say I'm probably not going to see any of those in theaters. <laughs> I'm seeing
1: Mean Girls. Um. I don't know the other ones. I'm like, ah, we'll see. Mark
0: ISS is the one I'm def is a definite.
1: Oh, Book yeah. of Clarence
0: is a maybe for me.
1: I think I'm going to read about Book of Clarence when it comes out and then kind of decide. You know, yeah, yeah,
0: nothing wrong with that. So, do we want to talk at all about Beekeeper? Oh, sure. It was strange.
1: It was pretty funny. Not
0: what we were expecting. <laughs> uh it was actually i mean it was fun we yeah. had a lot of fun watching it i had a good time uh but not at i, I said it and you, you you bring it up on it felt like less talented people trying to make a john wick movie yeah uh like they tried to build a world but the world didn't make sense the, the the secret of the john wick success i think is they didn't ever explain any of
1: it and they go all in yeah they yeah. do
0: they go all in but it's like he has these coins he goes to this hotel they don't explain how, where they're being funded. They try to explain it in this a little bit. It's like, and once you do that, it starts all these red flags. It's what do you confusing. mean? Yeah.
1: Like, who, who's paying for this? Yeah. Like, uh, it's probably just the president, Mark. I mean, that was... Clearly not. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, so last night, I don't want to get... I don't get too into the Golden Globes, but... Uh, the beekeeper won everything. The beekeeper, <laughs> the beekeeper, uh, Jumbo Shrimp won for best uh, supporting. supporting actor. Yep. the guy who played Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> Do we want to? I have a question. Yeah. Uh, first off, was there something you wanted to say? Because I'm gonna have to research this real, real quick
1: about the Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, I was really happy to see Paul Giamatti win. Um, I was also happy to see all. Actually, all the actors and actresses, I was really excited about. I was,
0: um, I was happy to see, um, Lily from- Lily Gladstone? Lily Gladstone. Yeah, was,
1: yeah, it was great.
0: And, uh, the girl from, the woman from Holdovers.
1: Oh, yeah, Devine Joy Randall. Yeah, yeah. those are
0: some great, uh, that I, you know, I don't normally care, but- But those
1: were movies you really liked, and I think that helped, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, I mean, I don't really get too- So, my question is this. I find this very strange- Barbie won yeah
1: yeah it won a weird award
0: that's cinematic at box office achievement <laughs> yep
1: mark it was one they added this year
0: and somebody said did they add that just
1: so Barbie could win something oh I I, I kind of think so but what does that mean uh well I I think it, it movies that made a lot of money but it was funny because Mission impossible got nominated and it kind of didn't make as much as I wanted. no
0: I know I saw that too I'm like I was seeing like the what, what when I, I was like if that's, it's Cinematic Achievement, shouldn't it just be the
1: highest grossing movies? I think so. I think it was either to get Barbie to win or Taylor Swift because that got nominated too. Because imagine if Taylor Swift won a Golden Globe. See, this is... What kind of... That would give them a lot of attention. Well, it says,
0: uh, says Super Mario Brothers was nominated. Yeah,
1: it was, Mark. Yep. So the Guardians.
0: and Barbie, John Wick, Guardians, Oppenheimer, Taylor Swift, Super Mario... It, it, it feels to me like what this is, is they're like... I wonder if they're like, people are getting annoyed that every movie that wins is some movie that people are like, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. Or like, I've never heard of this movie. I wonder if this was like, let's give an award
1: to like a huge uh, movie that just blew up at the box office. That's kind of what it felt like. I will say, it made me really happy to see like, like you know how they announced them like it was really cool to see like mario and the guardians being something like that because you're not used to that no (laughs) like it was cool to see them wait a minute
0: wait a minute are you telling me fast 10 didn't beat any of those i think it
1: beat mission impossible for sure (laughs) were they like
0: we just cannot
1: we can't we can't give a
0: fast and furious movie a golden globe nomination (laughs) is that what they're
1: saying maybe mark
0: because now i hate it again (laughs) it's pretty funny
1: like yeah, no, I'm, fast of, what,
0: I'm trying to see what the highest grossing movies of 2023 were. Uh, top movies of 2023, uh, it was 10 of them. Well, Ant-Man and the Wasp is number 8. Oh. When did that release? That was ben last Garner. winter. Yeah, so yeah. that was this year. Because Avatar was... So I don't know what this is. Little Mermaid was number 6. Mm. This is according... I'm going yeah, that should have been in there too. Though. I'm going off of Box Office Mojo. This is... I believe domestic, uh, so I don't know. It's a kind of a confusing S- award. Sound, it says Sound of Freedom? Okay, this can't be right. I, is, be I wonder
1: if it's just somebody's be... favorite slick or something. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> but another thing, too, Mark, they had another new award last night, actually. Uh, best uh, stand-up comedic. Uh, performance. Oh, I did see that. Who uh, won that? uh ricky gervais won and uh, i think they snubbed somebody who nate bergazzi did he a? oh he
0: you know what nate bergazzi got enough in 2020 i win. know but
1: he deserved it more than ricky gervais i didn't see his decision. even uh, jim gaffigan didn't he presented the award and didn't get nominated did he make a joke about it yeah yeah he, he made he made he made one joke that wasn't very appropriate i don't want to
0: say it here but uh i'll tell you later sounds like the comedy in this was pretty biting Jim
1: Gaffigan was was really funny. But
0: it's strange that they gave it to Ricky Gervais when he like made everybody mad that one. You know? I know. He hosted a couple times. I don't know. Maybe that's why they gave it to him. They were trying to cause a, a stir.
1: Maybe get him back more. Maybe they
0: thought somebody would come up and smack him in the face.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I wonder if that was the idea. I don't know. Also, Christopher Nolan uh, finally got an Oscar, and it was good to see him. He teared up a little bit. Did he get one for the prestige? No, he's never won a boom I know he should
0: have. He should have won one for the prestige.
1: And, and I think Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman should have won as well.
0: And it would have been great. And David Bowie and yeah. Andy Serkis. Everybody won. Everybody in that movie should have won one. That was such a good movie. All right. So that's pretty much where we are. Uh, so just a reminder, if you are enjoying the podcast, do enjoy the show. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. You want to give it to me Pitch
1: Intense Pod.
0: Yes. And I do have a Patreon. Uh, this goes to support not only this, but also my independent comic books I make. Uh, so uh, I also have a link for that. So if you ever want to, if you do like it enough and you want to become a patron, we love it. You're more than welcome to do it. Uh, just uh, you can do it there. And anybody that's a patron, we let you pitch a movie. Yeah. So you can pitch your own movie on here. Uh, if you if you listen to this, go man! I could I have a great movie. I'd love to pitch, man. Hit us up, become a patron. <laughs> yeah. So, are you ready? I think so, Mark. Are you nervous? No, I don't. Not not really. <laughs> this is the first pitch. of You're so nervous, you dropped <laughs> I, your phone. I did. Is it broken? I hope not. Your floor is pretty soft, thankfully. So. It is a soft floor. <laughs> That's what I look for at apartment. I want the softest floors you have.
1: My phone's all good, guys. Okay. Good
0: news. Right. Do you know how hard it is to find a softwood floor?
1: Uh, it is pretty tough, isn't it? It's <laughs> softwood floor. All right,
0: floor. I'm ready. I got oh. my
1: listening ears on. Okay, Mark. Um, there was one movie I left out for from my anticipated movies list, and I did it on purpose because I'm doing my pitch based around these characters. Are you really?
0: Yep. So wait, did you wait, did you say five movies? I did. Oh, so you... This so is another one. What number would this have been? Would this have been your number
1: one? Probably two. To be okay. fair. But but it's premiering later this year. They haven't announced an official release date, but they said 2024. The guys are coming back. Walsh and Gromit are returning this year.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to
1: talk about... I thought you were saying King of the Hill. Oh, that's
0: 2025.
1: Is that next yeah. year? I, no, I'm not doing another King of the Hill pitch. That'd be like my third Oh month. my gosh, you're right. At, I didn't think... at, at some point I probably will, but not right now. So this now. is
0: a Wallace and Gromit pitch. It is. You know I've never watched any Wallace and Gromit. Pitch. Oh, you haven't, Mark? Oh. Not
1: even the Curse of the Were-Rabbit? Mm-mm. Oh, you got to see it. Well, um, so so th- this is my idea for a new Wallace and Gromit movie. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm not saying this is going to be the new one or anything. That one they're probably already almost done with and Stop motion animation takes a while, so they're, yeah. pr- they're probably not going to scrap it and do my idea. But They, they might, though. They could. They, or they could do this for a future one. Do you think they listen? Maybe. I hope so. I hope the good folks at Aardman are having a good day, if they are. Um, by the way, I watched their documentary about like how they started. It's on YouTube for free. It was so interesting. Like I love the craft and the passion they put into all their movies, because... It takes a long time to make those claymation stop motion Ooh. movies, and the detail they have on them is so incredible.
0: Oh yeah, no, I can't imagine.
1: And there's so much heart put into it. I, you know?
0: I do not. I would not have the patience no. to do that. I mean, I it's just either. like one little. Uh, okay, but did they do Kubo?
1: No, that's the other. That's another stop motion studio. Okay, they did like uh, that and Coraline and a few others. They're really good too. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, Wall and Gromit. So. And I've been kind of on a binge of these characters lately, so I'm excited to share this. Our movie begins with Wallace and Gromit starting their day out like usual. Wallace is being dumped out of bed like normal, and Wallace is an inventor. I don't know if you knew that, Mark. Yeah, I know that. He's got all these crazy inventions. In every short and movie, he gets dumped out of bed, and he falls into his clothes, and he goes into the table for breakfast. I need one of those. It'd be convenient. It would be convenient. Okay. I would love it. But anyway, it happens just like every other thing. In recent times, Wallace and Gromit have kind of fallen on hard times. Their side hustle of beekeeping hasn't really <laughs> hasn't really paid the bills as of lately. And Mark, here's the thing uh, about Wallace and Gromit: yeah, in every movie and short movie, they always have a different job, yeah. and it's always like a unique job. Like in one, they're window washers. In uh, another one they, they guard in, you know, that's the Were-Rabbit movie. So they always have a different one. So this time I decided to choose beekeeping. because well, What it, made you think of beekeeping? It plays into the plot, but also because of beekeeping. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um and like always, none of Wallace's inventions have taken off. Their job isn't really paying the bill lately. Even though in their four, first short, Wallace and Gromit literally built a rocket in their basement. Things aren't doing <laughs> things aren't going well they always seem to be like really like lower class even though they have all these
0: crazy so they can issues. afford a rocket it? <laughs>
1: yeah it's funny okay oh. so wallace had not been able to afford his favorite cheeses either which cheese is wallace and grommet's favorite thing they love cheese that's why they go to the moon in the first one um, is it really yeah it
0: is to get cheese is it made of cheese in the, the first one yeah, or it turns it out not? it's
1: made of rock but wallace thinks it is it's funny anyways they got to cut back on things like that you know And Gromit, being the determined dog he is, had been researching ways to improve their beekeeping business. Maybe this could be the side huddle that really takes them to the gold. We then follow Walsh and Gromit doing their thing as beekeepers. We normally get like a cut of this, you know. And then they're taking jars of honey to people around the town. Much like we see in previous things as window washers, bakers, or gardeners. They're always going around town doing things for people, these odd jobs. That night, we see Gromit reading a book about the history of beekeeping. He stumbles because Gromit, even though he's a dog, he does a lot of human things.
0: So he's like Brian Griffin. Yep,
1: yeah, but he doesn't talk. He's okay. silent. He's very expressive though in his face. That's another thing I love about Gromit. He stumbles on a chest. So he's like Snoopy. He is exactly Mark. Yep. He stumbles upon a chest. So check they robbed. P-
0: it. They ripped off Snoopy.
1: Kinda is I mean. what I'm learning. A little bit, but I, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't have the same personality as Snoopy though. Okay. <laughs> Well, I was going to that would be like every cartoon dog. Because then Brian would technically be too.
0: <laughs> but does Gromit ever
1: fly his uh, doghouse? No, nope, he doesn't do a World that. War I fighter? That would be a little suspicious if he did that work. I'd be mean, like, hey, okay. I think this is plagiarism, guys. <laughs> okay. Okay, he stumbles on a chapter about the ancient Egyptians and a special hive they have for one of their kings. Pharaohs. Yeah, pharaohs, that's what I meant. These bees were unique because they made golden honey, and it tasted finer than any honey ever.
0: And Ambrosia.
1: Yeah, that's what it could be, Mark. And enclosed in this book was a very old map. He places it on the kitchen table so Wallace would see it in the morning. Mm, okay. well, Wallace does just that when he wakes up in the morning, and after some silent convincing from Gromit, the two are off in an airplane Wallace built in his garage. They fly to Egypt because that's not like they went to the moon. From, yeah, the, the moon's way closer than Egypt. Exactly. They, they fly to Egypt heading for a tomb in a pyramid. The tomb is of. Uh, Mark, you're going to hate me. The, the sorry, I'm laughing at my own joke. <laughs> The tomb is of a very famous Egyptian ruler BB Pharaoh. <laughs> it's it's like a double joke because it's referencing BB King, you know, but it's also bees. <laughs> but <that was> so... <laughs> before they they get to the, thing, I like
0: that kind of humor.
1: I, I, that that would be something that would be in Wallace and Gromit too. Would so it really? Kind of slapsticky, yeah. Before they get to the pyramid, though, something breaks on the airplane, causing Wallace and Gromit to crash land in the oh, desert. Oh, no. I know. Wallace and Gromit begin their trek on foot uh, to the pyramid. While they're ju- on their journey, they come across an Australian adventurer and his pet kangaroo. Because in every uh, short and movie, they always meet these characters like this. Mm-hmm. The man's name is Sidney Jack, he's kind of like Indiana Jones and. Crocodile Dundee. He's kind of a mix of those guys. I love it. And he's voiced by Hugh Jackman. I love it. Yeah, thanks, Mark. And Jimmy is the name of his kangaroo. Um, Jimmy's silent, though. He's like Gromit, so okay. he doesn't talk. But he makes really expressive reactions. Wallace um, then knows about Sydney. he says. He found out about him while reading some of the magazines and stories uh, framed, you know, that had been in, like, adventure magazines, like National Geographic and that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Yep. And he, he, he um uh, turns out Sydney was looking for the same thing Wallace and Gromit were. The golden honey of B.B. Pharaoh. Wallace and Gromit had grown frustrated because they were lost. But Sydney assured them that they were actually closer than they thought. We then follow Wallace and Gromit as they follow Sydney and Jimmy every step of the way. As time passes, Gromit notices Jimmy, the kangaroo, acting suspicious. And Sidney starts asking Gromit questions that seem off like how far he'd go to get this honey and things like that. Mm. That night, Gromit catches Jimmy rummaging through Wallace's things as he sleeps. Gromit then realizes he's probably going for the map that they have in their book. Jimmy grabs the map, and then Sidney, <laughs> him and Sidney, see they have been caught, and then they dash off into the night mark. Oh, man. Wallace and Gromit were pretty much out of hope at this point. They had no money. No plane and no map. And when all hope was lost, Gromit could smell something. What was that? It was. It was honey. Gromit could smell it. It was like a smell from home, but even stronger. Nice. Gromit's dog-given
0: talent. (laughs) Is that from the show or did you make that up? I made that up. That's really (laughs) clever. I'm
1: really impressed with that. (laughs) They They led him both to the tomb before Sydney and Jimmy. Sydney and Jimmy then arrive and try to kill Wallace and Gromit. And that's actually not too uncommon. In, like, every one of the movies, the villain has always... One thing that's kind of interesting is there are these cartoons, but the villain always tries to, like, murder (laughs) them. One of them is, like, a literal serial killer. and the the one where they're bakers, there's this lady that's been going around and killing male bakers, and she comes to Wallace, and they're going to get married. But Then Gromit figures out, oh... She's the serial killer that's killing all of these makers. <laughs> so it's something that happens in all of them. So um, the the man and his uh, Wallace and Gromit and try to back away from Sydney. And uh, they let them get the prize honey first. They're like, oh, this isn't worth it. Sydney and Jimmy then put their hands on the honey, and a mummy coffin lights up yellow, the same color as that. That sounded like
0: a tongue twister there. Hands
1: was, on the honey, it, then the money. It uh, wasn't the mummy? Yeah. <laughs> it was. I didn't mean that. I did not write that on purpose, though. And then sprays the two of them with golden honey, keeping them stuck for good. They're, like, sort of frozen in carbonite, but it's honey. Oh, know? man. That's how I kind of pictured it. And do then, they, like, do the villains get, like, off like that? Sometimes, yeah. Like, at the end, the one with the baker lady, she, like, falls from the sky and dies. Interesting. Yeah.
0: See, I was I wondering if it would move like, a Wonka thing where... They stop the bad guys, but they're just floating in the, like, you know, they're going to come down and everybody, nobody's going to get hurt. Oh, not exactly, Mark. Not, not Wallace and Gromit. They're out for blood. Yeah. The pink Let's call it that. Wallace and Gromit out for blood.
1: Okay. We can't.
0: Okay. That's the only way I'll green light it.
1: Okay, Mark. Then Wallace says, well, I guess hornets aren't allowed in here. Come on, Gromit. Let's go home. (laughs) On the way out, a priceless gold. (laughs) Sorry. I just got that. (laughs) On the way out, a priceless gold coin falls in front of Wallace, and then a voice says, a token for your troubles and your undisturbances. Wallace and Gromit are able to use the gold coin to fix their plane, pay off some of their debts, and get started on their next side hustle, landscaping. Whoa! (laughs) Okay, question. Yeah, Mark? Where did cheese come in at all? Oh... I, 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 the cheese didn't come into the plot. I guess I was expecting cheese somehow. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. bring it into this one at the end. I just referenced it. They're able to buy more with their gold. Oh, they got cheese. Yeah.
0: Maybe they, maybe they, they, they could make a cow that just milk it. Cheese comes out. And oh, like milk. the golden goose. Yes, that'd be cool. Each udder is a different type of cheese. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Mark kind of cows kind of do make cheese already. No, I know.
0: That's why my point. That's oh. why I said it. But no, not not milk. It's literally cheese. oh, like pepper jack on one. Yeah, I would each, love that. Each, that's that's her. Uh, I love it. Idea. Oh, thanks. I Mark. don't know anything about Walsh and Gromit. I've actually never seen it. I know I know who the characters are. Oh, I are I, Um But your pitch was great. Thanks, and Mark. I greenlighted. Oh. I, you don't have to call it out for blood. Okay, okay. What do you want to call it?
1: I wanted to call it. They all kind of have like similar titles. I wrote the title here: uh, Walsh and Gromit. A sweet, what is it? A sweet adventure. I think that was my oh, name. I like it. Yeah, uh, I love it. Oh, thanks, Mark. It's great. Uh, so again, thank you so much.
0: Uh, it's gonna be a shorter episode. Our last week went two hours, so I think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please uh, again like, share, share with your friends, subscribe. If you want to, uh, if you think that uh, this should be greenlit, go to our Spotify and you can hit the green light button. You can hit yes. Or, if you didn't like it, like you did with my Simpsons movie. I love your Simpsons movie, Mark. Thanks, Jacob. You can hit no. And then follow us on Instagram. At Pitch Intense Pod. And we also, again, we have our Patreon. And this week, Jacob, uh, you did review Beekeepers, and you're going to go see Mean Girls. Yep. What is your podcast, your other podcast? First in line. You do without me. Well,
1: sorry, Mark. It's okay. Uh, Mark, I have something else I have to say, too. Yes. The Blair Witch is real, don't believe anybody. You loved the Blair Witch. <laughs> it was really I did, I just movie. I
0: listened to your new episode on the way home from work and I, I was gonna talk to you about that, so we'll talk about that next time. Anyway, thank you so much.
1: Yep, yeah, thank you everybody, that documentary was real, and so will my Wallace and Gromit idea.
0: Okay. Now you go stand in the corner. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Alright, goodbye. <laughs>